Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. Hello, friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the amazing pop culture podcast starring Dags and Rez. Today, we have a powerful episode. We are going to be talking about the top five most anticipated movies of 2022. And as always, across this powerful virtual Oaken desk is DJ Micah Rez. Hello, Rez. I was going to say hello, Rez. That's me. Hello, <laughs> yes. Dags. What's up, amazing friends? What's up? Jesus Christ. We're starting the new year off right, aren't we? Powerful New Year. We're excited. The world is our oyster and we got muscles. Oh man. I yes. hate oysters, but I like muscles. Wait, I think they got it. Hello, friends. If you're new to this powerful podcast, what it is is two dudes talking pop culture. We're gonna have a great time tonight. We're gonna be talking movies, new movies, and they're all sequels because there is no more new ideas for movies. <laughs> Let's just get real. <laughs> That's so true. It's disgusting. Now micro DJ Rez. You are a powerful podcaster. You have many podcasts. You got something coming up you wanted to talk about? Uh, yeah, I wanted to mention, uh, I want the amazing friends to be on the lookout, I'll, especially on Twitter, because I'll be sharing the hell out of this link. Um, I'm going to be on the Well Work podcast uh, coming soon. I think it'll be out next week, and I'll be on with my buddy Joe Reese Jr., and we're going to be talking about my favorite subject, Dags, me, Whoa. and what makes me tick and what makes me me and all that good stuff we're going to talk about radio podcasting concert promoting and joe and i go back to our days we used to work at dhl together delivering packages so yeah uh, maybe maybe that'll come up too you'll learn some some fun delivery facts that you didn't know all right tell the kids how to get a hold of you on twitter get a hold of me at mike res radio on twitter and you can get a hold of me on every platform uh, with that handle at Mike Res Radio. Now, Dags, I want to I want to mention. So the other thing, my buddy Joe, who hosts this Well Work podcast, he also is like a, he's a social media manager. So he tells people how to how businesses should run their their social media. So I ask him for advice uh, once in a while, and he gave me the advice that that TikTok is blowing up again for small businesses and things and. You know, I've got that curbage board stuff going on in my resin work. So he is highly suggesting that I jump back on the TikTok bandwagon. So we're we're going to see if that happens. Talking about social media, if you want to follow us, we're approaching, fast approaching 18,000 followers on Twitter. That's amazing. Yes, thank you. And it's all because of you guys, our amazing friends. Follow us on Twitter, at AmazingPopPod. Make sure you like our Facebook page. Check out our Instagram. I'm literally on Twitter 24-7, writing powerful tweets and talking to everyone. So if you got something you want to talk about, hit me up at Amazing Pop Pod. Now, today's episode, I am excited. Micah Rez is excited. We're talking movies, and we love movies here. Mm-hmm. So I said, Micah DJ Rez, I want to know what the top five movies, films, do they call them films, cinemas, whatever they call them, 
what are you most excited about coming up in the new year 2022? And it's kind of a difficult task because there's a ton of movies coming out, but we're going to whittle it down yeah. like a powerful stick. We're going to whittle it down to five each. Right. Now this, like you said, it's going to be hard to do because there is at least 50 movies coming out this year. Um, and most of them are movies that were supposed to be have come out like 2020 or 2021, but because of COVID, they pushed off the date. So it's just going to be jam packed with blockbuster after blockbuster, maybe. Interesting. And in speaking of blockbuster movies, Spider-Man, yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home or what is it? Why does every Spider-Man movie have to have a home? It's like homecoming and home for the holidays. And well, you know why they're doing this tags? It's because they're going to do that crossover with ET and it's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be Spider-Man Phone Home, and that'll be the next alien he fights. I recommend you watch Hamote, my powerful <laughs> Turkish ET movie. I love it. Oh, man. I tell you, those Turks know how to make a movie. Now, let's, I wanted to get into Spider-Man, because on the last powerful episode, make sure you follow us on wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora. Alexa, whatever you just ask, whatever your smart assistant is, Siri, say play amazing pop culture podcast and we'll show up. But anyway, we were talking Spider Man last episode and I was concerned about how goofy Sandman was. You were, Did you? I thought you were, you were like uh, overly concerned for nothing. Why is that? But it turns out you were right. Thank you. So, thank you. Uh, what what had happened was we had discussed you like you said how goofy Sandman was looking and what something was going on there was something going on with Thomas Hayden Church. Well, it turns out there was something going on. None of his or all of his scenes in the movie were digitally altered, but they just recycled old digital images of him from the third Spider-Man, the last Spider-Man he he appeared in. So they didn't shoot any new digital effects with Spider-Man or with Sandman, excuse me. And all they did was recorded his lines with his voice since they didn't need him physically on set. So he was never on set at all. So that was, uh, that was why he looked goofy. All of his, everything was just recycled and they had to try to, the special effects people had to try to make it look new, which was probably what gave you, gave you the vibes of something was off because it was just nothing new. (laughs) <laughs> no, but he, yeah, like I was saying, he's such a cool actor. I mean, he his face is so, you know, he's got a lot of character going on. He's got that powerfully deep voice. Right. Use him in the movie. Yeah, they, they used his, uh, they scanned his face again. And I guess that helped with some of the visual effects, like the part where the, the crane falls through his face when he's Sandman in the last battle. Um, they needed some, some more detail because his face was big and giant during that part of the movie but yeah that's all they did reminded me of uh the mummy you know the big giant sand faces (laughs) right (laughs) emotep yes i think that was the sequel to that et movie from turkey oh my goodness i love sandman i like i i talk about his powerful freddy krueger shirt his love for his daughter yep that powerful birth scene (laughs) play more of that i mean and what happens when a Sandman, when he becomes sand, it's, you know, it's kind of a stupid, visually it's kind of stupid, you know? I mean, what are you going to do? It's a bunch of sand. So sure. to me, he's way more interesting as just as the character. Yeah, I get that. I just, you, you throw $200 million in it 
and you can't get them on set or you can't put them in one of those suits with the ping pong balls all over it or something. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, do we know why he didn't show up or they just feel like, felt like they didn't want to pay him money? I mean, I, the whole thing is still weird to me. I think in the, in the article that I read it, it the visual effects director made it sound like they didn't want to, or the, the companies they were using for the, cause they use like two or three different visual effects companies. That's another thing and, I want to talk about. Yeah. And they all thought it was kind of hard, too hard to make it, to do that effect and what they wanted to do. And they, they still use some state of the art stuff, but they, for some reason, Sandman was just, they just, all of them. I think the, I think the quote in the article was they all had heart attacks thinking about it. Have you ever looked at uh, how many people work on the film, like in the digital effects? I mean, there's literally oh, yeah. just a million, millions of artists' names <laughs> just scrolling on down. Right. And, and you're right. When you do the effects, you know, and especially if you have multiple companies, that, that drives me nuts, too. You know, <laughs> they, they farm it out to all these different companies, and they have to have some sort of continuity, you know, make the character look the same. Yeah. I think it was the uh, – so the same company that did the original Sandman effects were the, were, was they did the the scene where – uh, Sandman and Electro get introduced in the movie. They they did that scene, and then there was another. I think when the three Spider Men are gonna fight all the evil villains, you know that big clash scene. They did that scene too, and then they did you know then another special effects company did but the scene in the sanctorium. You know, it's just it was it's just weird how they farm it out. I don't see why you can't just have the one one visual effects company do it all, but I guess they specialize in certain different things. Yeah. It depends I, on what you I mean, back do. in the day, it was just indu- industrial light and magic. They did everything. Right. <laughs> now it's just like a gazillion, you know, it, it's like uh, Godzilla and Kong. I mean, each sure. scene to me, you could tell different artists did it. Yep. Yeah. yeah it's had, too bad. Yeah. They had different palettes. They had different, the, the scale, the scale is always <laughs> off on those movies. <laughs> You mean one time they're they're just you know they're towering over a aircraft carrier and the next time they're yes taller than the tallest building <laughs> <Yes>. in Hong Kong. <laughs> I, mean, I mean it reminds me of the old '60s movies. You know, it was a guy in the foam suit stepping on the model, right. and knock, <laughs> knocking the train off. And why were those people yeah. still on the train? Like, get the hell off the train! There's like goddamn monsters attacking. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you go seek shelter? Oh no, we're going to work. So. No, we're just going uh, to work. I bet the emergency stop wasn't a big deal back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the more I think about Spider-Man, the more it pisses me off. Wow. Micro DJ Rez, let's get to your top five most anticipated films of 2022. All right. So what I did was uh, I ended up putting my top five in order of release date. It's not in the order of which one I'm more anticipate, you know, which one I, I want more. But there's just so many, like I said, there's so many goddamn movies coming out. Yes. Um, And I won't get into all the movies because I don't know what your list is and I don't want to step on your toes. So we'll start with, with the first one, get into everything you want to get into. Okay. So the first one that's on my list, it comes out next Friday. And the reason why I am interested in this one is because I saw the first one. I have, uh, have slash had a huge crush on Courtney Cox. Um, and that is scream the new scream movie. Scream Five, I believe it is. It's the fifth movie in the in the Quintrilogy. Is that what you Whoa. would say? We'll we'll make it up Quint. if we have. To. That was a dude from Quint. Uh, Jaws. <laughs> That's right. Well, we're definitely going to need a bigger bolt to fix all fit all of these movies into it. Nice, did powerful. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, it's directed by uh, Matt Olpin and Tyler Gillette. These 
two directors, I guess, are known as Radio Silence. And they, if people saw Ready, Ready or Not in 2019, uh, they directed that one. But they're going to take on Ghostface now in this new movie uh, started by Wes Craven in the, his horror franchise. But they're bringing back Nev Campbell and Courtney Cox and David Arquette. And they've got some newcomers with them, uh, Jack Quad, Jenna Ortega, Melissa Berea, Dylan Minette, and Marley Shelton. And the premise is the Ghostface Killer's back, and everybody involved has some tie to the killers and or characters in the original movie, the very first one. So we'll see how that goes. Now, how many of these films have you seen? I've seen all of them. You have? The only ones that matter are the first two. You can, three and four are terrible. Uh, and we'll see how five is. Five has got the, got three of the original cast members back. So we'll see. I have a feeling we'll have more than just those three from the first movie back. It comes out next Friday. Are you going to see it by yourself? More than likely. <laughs> Unless it comes out on some streaming service. But uh, I don't think uh, anybody in my house is as excited as I am about the new screen coming out. Actually, anytime a trailer comes on TV, I, there's a lot of eye rolls for some reason. And I'm just like, what's going on? It's Courtney Cox. Who cares? So what do you I think? I got a big crush on her. Yeah, but what do you think? How has she aged? Because you, you insulted Tobey Maguire on Spider-Man, saying that he's an old man. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on? Oh, she's, she's aged. I'm not going to deny it, but I, there's still something. I think it's just because of my, my teenage years from watching her on, on Family Ties. Uh, it just uh, There's something about her that still gets me going. How about the so. Bruce Springsteen video? Oh, yeah, Dancing in the Dark. Yes. Yeah, hell yeah. I still do, uh, especially when I was DJing weddings, I was still doing the Courtney Cox. That's what I called it. Her little dance with her arms. Yes. <laughs> her, her little hip shake kind of looks yes. like the Carlton, but it's not. Yes, it's a modified Carlton. <laughs> right, yeah. So, but yeah, that's, uh, that's a good uh, good video. I suggest everybody watch that right now after this podcast is over. Powerful. DJ Mike Arez, number two. Number two. We're talking The Batman. And the Batman. I, I think um, Conan O'Brien, if I can think of his name, Conan O'Brien. Uh, sent out a tweet that made me laugh about this. He said, this is the 15th Batman movie ever made, so shouldn't they be calling it a Batman instead? Which I thought was pretty funny. Um, Why is this that is funny? Because it's a Batman movie. It's just another Batman movie. But I'm excited to see it because I want to see what Robert Pattinson does with his version of The Dark Knight. Uh, this is, uh, like I said, the 15th movie. Robert Pattinson, Jeffrey Wright, Zoe Kravitz, the white or the daughter of Mrs. Um, Kravitz from Bewitched. Yes, exactly. Paul Dano, John Turturro, Peter Sarsgaard, Andy Serkis is in this one, and so is Colin Farrell. Star studded. I know. I I guess I didn't realize, and maybe I just missed it in the trailers that Colin Farrell movies are Colin, in this movie. He is fantastic. The little bit I saw. It, okay, well there you go. So you caught it. I didn't. Um, and Andy Serkis is now one of those actors that's in Marvel movies and DC movies. So congratulations to Andy Serkis on that. Yes. It comes out March 4th. Um, and I think by now we all know what this movie is about. And this is not part, doesn't seem to be like it's going to be part of the DC universe that's happening with 
Wonder Woman and Aquaman, The Flash, and Ben Affleck's Batman. It seems this this is why it is kind of kind of bothers me a little bit about DC. Now they've got another character arc going with the the same character, and they can't steal the multiverse because that's already being done. Is this going to be a dark Batman? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see how it can't be. Yes. <laughs> I think they all are at this point, aren't they? Do you think Batman needs a beard? Um, why not? Let's try it. I don't see uh I don't see why we can't have it cuz uh we haven't had that yet, have we? How about that a kilt? One? Ooh. Why would, no? Oh, so I what, guess yeah, that why, makes sense. Why, why should... is wearing a kilt so cool but when when I wear my lederhosen everyone gives me shit. Yeah, um, you know, I feel it's... my lederhosen should be just as cool as the kilt. I thought it was pronounced a later hosen. How do you spell get your ass kicked? <laughs> or pronounce that, I mean. <laughs> oh, I have no idea what you're talking about. All right, are we ready for number three? Number three. Number three is another comic book movie. I'm going with Morbius. It's coming out April 1st, starring Jared Leto, Matt Smith, uh, and a couple other Tyrese Gibson's in this one, and let's we can't bury the lead. Michael Keaton is in this one. Speaking of Batman's, speaking Mike, of the Michael best Keaton, Batman, Michael Keaton is from in this uh, one. Family Ties. Yes, from Family Ties, Mr. Keaton after his heart attack. I think after he yells at Elise for buying him that uh, chair that goes up and down the stairs. If you're a fan of the show, you know what I mean. Uh, this is the the latest entry into the Spider-Man franchise adjacent films now this is owned by sony not marvel but i think by now we know that there's going to be some kind of crossover because michael keaton's in it and he played vulture in the mcu so we've already got a multiverse started so i'm expecting that michael keaton's character will be the vulture crossover into morbius birdman yeah yeah or birdman whatever you want to call so what do we know about morbius uh, we know he's a doctor that tries to cure himself from some disease and turns himself into a vampire. Whoa. So, you know, what else I wouldn't be surprised is if we had a blade, if blade somehow shows up. Mm, what do you think interesting. Interesting. Cause why the hell not at this point? Right. I feel Rhino should come back. Too. <laughs> just, just for fun. <laughs> yes. Or how about for a, no green, other reason. how about a movie green goblin? What do you think? Well, I guess if uh, if Hawkeye can sustain his own show for six weeks, we can do something with Green Goblin. Yeah, we should we give can. him his own show on Disney Plus. That's what we should do. Yes, we do. The- Call it Green Goblin. They would just say Goblin, I'm sure. <laughs> but I think or what's his what's his real name? That's what they'll call him by. They'll call oh, him by Norman his. Osborne. Norman. Yes. <laughs> Norm. <laughs> he could appear as Cheers. Yeah, there you and go. And then get a Woody Harrelson because he's a. Uh, Carnage. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Oh, my God. That would be awesome. You yes. have a Cliff Clavin type character that has all these weird facts that he'll just tell no, you No, but I'm, I'm going to get my Goblin movie made or TV show. I want the Green Goblin to look like the Green Goblin. Do you have a script written? I can write one. Can I be in it? Yes. I, you- I don't even have to have a big part. I can just be like one of the, one of the extras in the background ordering a caribou or something. I want you to be on the street and someone bumps into you and you give them a dirty look. In the shoulder? Yes. <laughs> Just gives them a shoulder bump. <laughs> or I, want I can you, do that. Or I want you to live in like one of those brownstone houses and I, I want you to have a bag of groceries with a celery stock <laughs> sticking out of it. <laughs> the, the bottom breaks off yes. or something or it breaks out or, or somebody's shoulder bumps me and yes. I drop my 
Here we go. See and what? The what would your pet be in your, in your little shitty apartment? What would your pet be? Fish or what oh, would I, you have? Oh, it'd have to be like a rabbit or or fish. Something. Something that can't be a cat or dog because that's overdone. You know what? Let's give. Let's make it a bird. Yes, a bird. A vulture. <laughs> there. <laughs> All right. Next make movie. people talk. Next movie number four. We're talking about, and I don't know. I just saw this trailer last week, and it intrigued me. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to this one. This is called Ambulance, and it's directed by Michael Bay, and it stars Jake Gyllenhaal. This was supposed to come out February 18th, but they moved it back to April 8th. Not sure why. I'm pretty sure maybe because they're not expecting much, and they didn't want to put it up against stuff that was probably going to kick its ass. But uh, Michael Bay tones down his blockbuster tendencies in this one a little bit. Um, And it's about a pair of thieves who unknowingly rob an ambulance carrying a paramedic and a patient in critical condition. And it's a remake of a Danish film uh, that has been developed into a series over there. And this movie has been in development since 2015. But filming finally got underway uh, January of last year. Uh, so it looks pretty interesting. It's uh, two guys that know each other from the military. Uh, one guy needs money. Jake Gyllenhaal's character is kind of a, a troublemaker or a thief, uh, it seems like. And they end up robbing a bank and then hijacking an ambulance with people in it. So it's uh, it's kind of like heat, but in an ambulance. Whoa. So it looks like there's going to be a, a cool-ass shootout scene. So we'll see. Yes, one of the best shootout scenes is Heat. It definitely is. And Mikey, uh, Mike or DJ Rez, did you see Bringing Out the Dead from Martin Scorsese, the 1999 film? No, but that's one that's always on my list and I always forget about. Yeah, it's got Nicolas Cage, Trisha Arquette. I'm going to need you okay. to watch that. Oh, I'm going to watch. I'm going to find it. Bringing Out the Dead. Bringing Out the Dead. I'll definitely check that out. Scorsese's a good-ass director, too. He really is. Yeah, good ass. That's what I say. Yeah, Bringing Out the Dead is one that a lot of people don't talk about. It's a very slow burn. I want to know what you think about it. Okay, I can do that. All so right, what are number we up to? Oh, five. we're up to five. Wow. Yeah, this is, we're already up to number five. And this is uh, one that was supposed to be released last year. We're talking about Top Gun Maverick. This comes out May 27th. It's finally going to happen, Dags. I can't believe it. Uh, Tom Cruise, Jennifer Conley, John Hamm, Val Kilmer, Jay Ellis, Miles Teller, Monica uh, Barbaro is starring in this one. And I think we all know that it's a sequel to Top Gun made in the 80s. There's a question of whether or not if Goose will come back. We'll see. <laughs> you know, how they always like to bring back characters. C- I, CGI I feeling, Goose. Yep, CGI Goose. So I have a feeling they'll find a way since they, they everybody's into nostalgia now. So there's going to be a way he's going to like be in his cockpit and he's going to have, have his dog tag still and he's going to say, talk to me, Goose. And we're going to hear his voice or something. Maybe great balls of fire. Maybe he could turn <laughs> into Sandman. Oh, maybe. I'm hoping Meg Ryan makes an appearance, honestly. <laughs> we'll see, <laughs> see what wrong? happens. Uh, sure. I bet she is. Is and she still married to Val- the... Banderos? Oh, I think he, yeah. Oh, that's I think, gone, or are they still married? Or? And I think they're still married. I don't see how you, you could not get divorced from one of the hottest Mexicans ever to grace this planet. You're talking about you, you or what? Okay, second hottest Mexican <laughs> to ever grace this planet. 
But if we don't get a an Iceman volleyball scene, I'm I'm walking out. Yeah, what do you think about the soundtrack? I mean, talk about iconic that soundtrack. The original I'm, soundtrack. Yes. Is the well, there's only one, one of movie. the best. Yeah. Are they going to bring back uh, Kenny Rogers to do any of that or what? I'm hoping they bring back Berlin. I mean, oh I don't my god! <laughs> you take my breath away. Oh, I mean, the, all different when you all the, the main characters near oh 70. My God. It's the sexiest <laughs> song ever. So let's recap real quick here. Five films. Okay. So we had Top Gun Maverick, which is the one I just talked about. Uh, we also had uh, Ambulance coming out May 8th. And then before that was Morbius. Just scrolling back up here. Then The Batman. And we also had Scream 5. Those are my top five most anticipated movies of 2022. Good job. Powerful picks. Thank you. Thank you very much. So I'm thinking one of the movies I picked, you picked. What is it? Guess. Uh, it has to be Maverick. Top <laughs> it is. <laughs> so we already talked about that, but I'm scared, though. Are you? Because that movie came out, you know, in a certain snapshot of time, you know. The quintessential right. 80s movie. So we'll see. Are you saying this is a money grab? No, no, not at all. No. Okay. I mean, I'm not even going there. I'm just saying it's yeah, I'm a little worried, but, yeah. but I'm excited to too. catch that essence again. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if they do a bunch of callbacks, if they, <laughs> then it'll be cool, you know? What if it's the same script as the original? I don't even give a shit. Just... Yeah. Just, yeah, just <laughs> redo it. Just make it animated. <laughs> God damn it, Maverick. Yes. Yeah, he's got <laughs> he's got to do some like tower. yeah, buzz the tower and spill some coffee. <laughs> the guy's gotta say, I want some butts and you know. Yeah. Talking about Migs. Yes, Migs and and then can you guess the second one? Um Yeah. It's very heady, it's very intellectual. You know, I mean you did all those oh, is it Jackass Forever. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Jackass Forever is an upcoming American reality comedy directed by Jeff. Uh, oh my a, god. It's a powerful sequel to Jackass 3D. We all remember that. Twenty ten. It, <laughs> it is the <laughs> it is the fourth main installment and the fifth overall installment of the Jackass film series. And the film of, Yes, the film of course stars Johnny Knoxville. Steve-O, Chris Pontius, Dave England, Wee Man, and the rest. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Fucking jackass forever. Yeah, and then uh, unfortunately, uh, Bam is not going to be in it. Yeah, I heard there was, uh, he got fired like halfway through the filming or something. Yeah, February he got fired. Shit going on. But that guy's been through a lot with his, his friend, you know, Ryan Dunn and yeah. But I, I think they reached a point where, you know, they tried and but I'm excited. Who's your who's your favorite character out of all the jackasses? Oh god. Jackass That's high. not really my cup of tea, but Johnny Knoxville's the only one that's really done much. Yes. Uh from that who's had a career, so I'm gonna go with Johnny Knoxville. I know Steve O is doing stand up and things, but he's He's got a powerful yeah, podcast. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I hear. He, the, it's pretty good, actually. He got cleaned it's, up and, and seems to be doing good. Yeah, I know my kid loves him. He does it in like a little uh, van. Oh, does he? Yeah, really? it's a pretty sweet setup. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think he's clean now, and he gets a lot of cool guests. And Yeah, yeah, yeah he's uh, he's definitely clean. Now. He doesn't shy away from talking about it, either, so which is 
which is kind of cool because then you kind of understand what happened, why it happened, and why he kind of went away for a long time. The struggles he had, and he doesn't run away from it. So, did you ever watch uh, Wild Boys with Steve O um, and Chris Pontius? The, the only episode of that that I remember watching is when they dressed up as gorillas <laughs> and they were in the jungle trying to trying to assimilate. Is that what you call Assimilate with. <laughs> A pot of gorillas and the silverback <laughs> ended up kicking their ass. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying they were going to inseminate. Wow. No, no, no. They they just thought they would, you know, because in a blend in, a, yeah, in a, in a family of gorillas, a pot of gorillas. I think they call them pods. Whatever, it doesn't matter. In a family, there's an alpha male, and if that male thinks that other males are trying to come in, of course, you have to fight for your family. You got to fight for your right. Yeah. So he came. They came in and. That silverback whooped their ass. So. <laughs> Fine <laughs> actors, Steve-O and Chris yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> right. Jackass forever. I love the cold openings. They have the best cold openings on that movie. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, you're a fan of the cold openings. Yes. February 4th, it's coming out. Paramount Pictures. Number three, The Black Hand. The Black Hand. Yes. Police officer Joe Petrosino seeks justice against a ruthless Italian-American gang in New York, and it's a featured adaptation of Stephen Pelty's book, The Black Hand. It is starring a powerful Italian actor, Leonardo DiCaprio. Ooh. Yes. Well, there you go. Yes. I love mob movies. I love New York movies. I love Italians. It's got it all. I'm excited. Leo makes good mob movies. Oh, he's the best. Yeah, it's going to be. That'll be a cool movie. You know, when he when he first came out, everyone wanted to hate on him, you know, kind of like Justin Bieber. Yep. But he really came into his own. I think you're right. That Romeo and Juliet movie didn't do him any favors as far as people hating on him. But um, Did you see Gilbert Grape? I did see Gilbert Grape. I yeah. did like that one. That was a cool movie. Yep. That was a that was a good movie. Yeah, so this movie is the true story about the origins of the mafia in America. Nice, that'll be a good. And yeah, and this dude as Joe uh, Petrosino is nicknamed the Italian Sherlock Holmes. He's an NYPD cop who goes after the ruthless gang in the early 1900s. Where do you think that movie will take place? East Coast or Chicago? New York. That seems to be where New York. New York. You said that, didn't you? <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> as soon as you said it i was like damn it that's right you said it <laughs> yeah no it's it's yeah it's a classic new york gangster movie yeah but what's cool is it's in the early it's in 1900s yeah that'll be so it's just like a couple years after gangs in new york <laughs> yeah well that's another fine movie yeah right i, mean, I hope it, we get a bottom being out of it yeah that, yeah that sounds a good one number four is the things they carried the things that carried the things they carried the things they carried yes. okay it's a platoon of american soldiers as they fight in the vietnam uh vietnam war it's a series oh, like of it. a series of short stories yeah and the cast is it's gonna be awesome tom hardy oh sweet yes you know what i should do because my uncle was in vietnam he served almost three years there i should just put a microphone in front of him and let him go and then we could turn that into a ongoing series yeah, there's a, that's cool. Yeah, there's a lot of heroes. Yeah, there's a lot of great stories. He's got some. He's got some stories too. Yep. I mean, he didn't talk about them when we were kids, but as we we're getting older, we we're finding out about. Well, that's them. what Holy happens. Shit. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because that's uh, all I gotta say. Yeah, they went through a lot, and, and so this movie I'm looking forward to. And I have a bunch of different stories of Vietnam, and uh, top dude is Tom Hardy, but Pete Davidson's in there. 
uh, Bill Skarsgård, just a ton of different dudes. Oh, the Skarsgårds yeah. are. They're becoming a, quite the acting family. Yeah, you're gonna yeah you're gonna recognize a bunch of these up and coming dudes. So that is one to look forward to. War movie. We all love war movies. Vietnam. Yep. The things they carried. And to round it off, number five. All right, I'm gonna give you a hint. Okay. It's based on the 1966 TV series. Uh, well, Car 54. All right. I give you another hint. <laughs> yeah. The top people in the group. In this movie, is a top fashion model and actress, mechanical and electronics genius and owner of an electronics business, a world record holding weightlifter and a noted actor, makeup artist, escape artist, magician, and a man of a million faces, 1966. Oh, God. I I have no idea. It starts out, they light a fuse. Oh, Mission Impossible. Uh, Yes. Mission Impossible 7. I forgot about that one coming out. One of the best, Jesus one of the best theme songs ever to a movie, TV show, yes, whatever. That is correct. And actually, I don't like covers usually or remakes, but the dudes from U two. Do you remember when they made that funky version of it? Uh, of uh, their yeah, version of yeah, their uh, version's the fantastic. Song, yeah, yeah. Yep. Usually, I'm like, ah, eh, don't you know? It's not broke, don't <laughs> fix it, kind of thing. But they did a great, right? Yeah. So Mission yeah. Impossible Seven. It's going to be the seventh installment, obviously, and it's going to be the third in the series directed by the dude that did uh, Rogue Nation and Fallout, okay. Christopher McQuarrie, yep. and it stars Tom Cruise, Ving Rhames, Henry uh, Cherney. Now, that's the cool thing, because he is the original dude from the original movie. Do you remember the bad guy from the original movie? He was also in Clear and Present Danger. Oh, yep. Yes. Yeah, yep. Yes. He's back. Awesome. Got to be yeah. sweet. I love the it. problem plays... with these. Uh, go, ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no I, was... I was just going to say the problem I have with these Mission Impossibles is they all kind of blend together, and I can't keep which one straight. You know, which one was one or the first one you can, but after that, it's like for me, if you told me the synopsis of number two, I might think that was number three. You yes. know what I mean? So, so. The, the problem is when you make that mo- many movies, you know, and you have different directors. I like Spycraft. So yep. I like that kind of stuff. When they try to. The problem is they try to make everything an action movie and the TV show is more, more about, you know, masks and spy craft. And I kind of like that more trying to figure out what's going on kind of thing instead of just, Mm -hmm. you know, motorcycle rides and, you know, it's Tom Cruise. So you're going to get the motorcycle rides, but (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) But I'm excited about this one because I I think they're going to go back to the basics. Obviously they brought back dude from the original. Right. But it's star studded. Yeah, that'll be awesome. And Tom Cruise does all of his own stunts, so. <laughs> yeah, that guy so. is nuts. <laughs> well, when you're five foot two, you got to do oh, something come on. to stick out. What do what? you do? Uh, what do you do I to do stick podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I play yeah. with resin in my wood. I'm five six. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, and right now that Mission Impossible 7 is slated to come out September 30th. God, I'm excited. Yep. Mission Impossible 7. Nice. So two, recap your five. Two Tom Cruise movies. I, that's right. Yes. I think, I think you're in love. Mission. Oh, he is. He's powerful. <laughs> we, should, we should do that. Uh, yeah. The top uh, heartthrobs of, <laughs> of Michael DJRS. I think we're not. Yeah. All right. Mission Impossible 7, Top Gun Maverick, Jackass Forever, Black Hand, and Things They Carried. Yeah, with so many movies coming out, there's a couple that 
kind of made like an honorable mention list for me. Marvel's got a lot of movies, well, a couple more movies coming out. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. That's kind of piqued my my attention. Uh, they have the new Thor is coming out. The new Black Panther might be coming out this year. Uh, but the one on top of my honorable mention list eggs is the new Jurassic World Dominion is Whoa. coming out in, on June 10th. So we'll see if uh, how that is. Sam Neill is going to be in it. Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum, they're coming back uh, for this one. Oh, and so is B.D. Wong. He'll be back as well. Uh, Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, and uh, a host of others will it's, be in it's it. It's funny you uh, you said that. They're coming back just like Mission Impossible. They're bringing back all. It's it's the and, and Top uh, Gun and nostalgia era so, of okay, movies. So, so, so out of out of years, how many are sequels? Um, uh, well, do we count Morbius as a sequel? No. Okay, so let me go back to my list and check it out. So, Top Gun, I think, is the only quote-unquote... Oh, no, and Scream. Scream 5. All right. So I got Mission Impossible sequel, Top Gun sequel, Jackass sequel, <laughs> and then uh, two originals, Black Hand and yep. the things that carried... Yeah, so I got two sequels and you have two originals. So there you go. Excellent. Great but movie talk. Chock full. This year's going to be chock full of the nostalgia and, you know, people like that stuff. And if you do it right, it's great. If you don't do it right, it's shit. Who's your boyfriend? Like, it's Patrick you? Swayze. That's, That's the only answer. Okay. Yeah, it's the only answer. How about you? Let me ask you this. Oh, I got many. <laughs> Tom Cruise is one of them. Let me ask you this. Would you watch a CGI remake of Patrick Swayze? Um, like in, it's him CGI through the whole movie? Let's say uh, Roadhouse 2. If if it's him CGI through the whole movie, no, I will not watch that. Okay. Because CGI is only good for in little bits. And after a while, it just starts looking like you're watching a cartoon. Could anyone replace him? Oh. Um, What's your favorite Patrick one Swayze of the, movie? Well, it would you have to, if it's not... It would have to be one of the scars guards, not the one who played it, uh, but his brother who was in Kong, Kong versus Godzilla. That was one of the scars guards, the the blonde haired dude. Yes, he would he would have to play Dalton in any type of remake or sequel to Roadhouse. What was your favorite? Was it Roadhouse? Roadhouse, yeah, Roadhouse is uh, my favorite Swayze movie. I was imagining you in there, and they'd say, "I thought you, <laughs> I thought you'd be bigger." <laughs> Powerful. Uh, you know, I, I just don't rip out Adam's apples yes. as well as Swayze yes. does. <laughs> no, no tracheotomies. <laughs> no, no. Powerful no, episode proud. tonight. Thank you, Mike or DJ Rez. Powerful list. Thank you. Thanks for sharing your powerful love of the movies, the cinema. We hope you guys had a good time tonight. I know I did. I know Mike or DJ Rez did. We just ask you one thing. Please tell a friend about our podcast. And make sure wherever you listen to fine podcasts, leave a review, five stars, write something. If you do it, you will unlock the secrets to Mike, <laughs> Mike or DJ Rez. And, <laughs> and until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. The Amazing Pop Culture Podcast is available everywhere fine podcasts are found. Please leave a rating and review where you listen to podcasts. Like and follow the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And shop our Amazing Pop Culture merch. 
This has been an amazing pop culture podcast production.